tomorrow day on SAFM, what am I to do? See, that's how it works. We're going to have producer time today. I feel like it. Uh, we've got Patrick pushing the buttons today. Ben Zito's producing. I'm John Herricker. This is Sport Tracks. How's it? Uh, Manchester City lead Chelsea by goal to nil. Halftime in the English Premier League. City 1, Chelsea nil. And in Italy, Inter leads Sampdoria by five goals to one. Halftime in Germany, Bayern Munich lead Borussia Mönchengladbach by four goals to nil. And in the Nedbank Cup final, Chukuma still 1-0 ahead of Chipper United. 75 minutes played there. Let's go to cricket. Find out what's been happening in the back rooms and the boardrooms. A crisis has been averted. The government's evoked a law to defend, defund the federation, remove recognition of all the country's national teams. That's been turned around now. Let's talk to former Cricket South Africa president, advocate Norman Aronser, SC. Advocate, thanks very much for joining us. I'm going to call you Norman, if that's all right. It's a Saturday. May it's after hours, and I'm not. <laughs> you're, not you're not wearing your your what do they call it? Your your gown now, eh? No, you didn't mention the other school of importance. Which the, one? Uh, the rugby school. Uh, uh, yeah, you don't want to know. I do know. <laughs> as as a Cape Townian, we'll keep quiet. Should we just no? A little bit? Feelings are a bit mixed because uh, at least Man City is leading. Yeah. <laughs> Stormers ten, Bulls fourteen. Yeah, but we'll care. It's still early days. It's only yeah. still in the second yeah. half. Stormers not good in the second half. No, <laughs> Storm- I'm a Sharks fan. Stormers are never good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Let's, let's, let's talk cricket for a little while. It's. I don't understand exactly what's been happening, and it's been happening for a very, very long time. Are you able in, in Twitter speak, Advocate Norman Aronson, and explain to us over the last few weeks what's happened? Well, it's, it's, it's as, as you say in your introduction, John, um, it's been happening over a long period of time, uh, a number of months uh, towards the end of uh, 2019, um, Issues with uh, Tabang Moreau, the former CEO, uh, a number of board decisions, um, several board resignations, and then eventually uh, the resignation of the entire board. Um, and um, there was then a, a, a call on, on Sascock to intervene, and then Sascock making a decision to hand the matter back uh, to the minister. Uh, because at the time, uh, CSA, then under uh, acting president Beresford Williams, uh, said that they were not prepared to fund the exercise because Sasfox said, we don't have money, uh, we want to intervene, but you're going to have to pay for it. Um, and and they then saying, no, we, we're not interested in that. Sasfox then writing to the minister and say, we're handing the matter uh, to you. And um, all that happened under the National Sports and Recreation Act. Mm. And um, the minister then um, appointing an interim board, um, initially under uh, the constitutional judge, Zach Yacoub, um, and um, recently or in recent months um, under, under Stav Nikolaou, um, our our vaccine guy otherwise. <laughs> and um, he seemed to have delivered the vaccine to <laughs> Was it? Uh, um, you, you've been in those back rooms, Norman. You've been in the back rooms. Was it ever going to be that Cricket South Africa would not be the body in charge of sport, of the sport in South Africa? No, I think, I think under the new dispensation, um, 
Cricket South Africa remains in charge of the process. Um, the new board, uh, when if and when it is um, uh, appointed, will be accountable to the members' council, mm-hmm. and the members' council will constitute the 14 presidents. Will still be able to recall the board. Obviously, if they if they misbehave and if if they don't follow certain uh, prescripts, um, so so it remains in the hands of cricket. The issue has been, um, the, or the main sticking point has been, that this board will now be a majority independent board, and uh, the members council, according to the recently adopted MOI, which is the Constitution Memorandum of Incorporation. Um, uh, they will constitute five uh, members on the board, mm-hmm. and and the majority will be eight. So uh, that that's in, and of course the the chairperson will be an independent chairperson. That that's the point of controversy. Yeah, I was going to say, who's in charge of cricket? Is it the fourteen provincial presidents, or would it be the board with the CEO makes the calls the shots? On my reading of the MOI, um, who remains in charge of cricket is the 100% majority shareholder, which is uh, the members' council. They they are the ones who, who give legitimacy to the board. Uh-huh. Without the members' council, the board has no legitimacy. <laughs> and that legitimacy comes from the grassroots, your clubs, Right. Your provinces who then elect their presidents, and and they then they then constitute the members' council, and that's always how it has been. Before before now, it's been a majority members' council mm. uh, board. Uh, now it has changed to a majority independent board, and we know the reason for that. I don't. So tell me. The reason for that is that um, in in 2012 we had. The Nicholson Inquiry, which mm. was then appointed by uh, uh, Mbucks, who is now running our transport and our trains, still don't work, but he was uh, then the Minister of Sport. Mm. He appointed Judge Nicholson to look into matters of misgovernance, uh, particularly related to the IPL bonus scandal mm. Mm. involving Gerald Majolo, who was then CEO. And uh, after an inquiry, uh, he he called many witnesses. I was one of them. Um, he then recommended that um, uh, he recommended a majority independent board. Uh, then Cricket South Africa um, went to Saskok. Uh, um, Vili Basson was then the acting president, and Saskok then under Gideon Sam said, "No, we don't think a majority independent board." is a good idea. Uh, sport must be run by sports people, so we don't agree. And what we ended up was um, with a majority uh, non-independent board made up of members' council mm. and uh, some independents. Um, in fact, I was party to that uh, in 2013. Um, a board of uh, only of five independents were appointed. And um, I was the lead independent, appointed lead independent director. We had a strong board, Louis von Ziena, uh, Vusi Pakoli, the ex-NPA uh, head, uh, Don Mahobo, well-known business person, also 
on the Independent uh, Electoral Commission, and Iqbal Khan, who was with uh, Brimstone, was CFO. And um, we ran the board, I think, very successfully. Arun Logat was the CEO. Mm. Uh, and certainly when I left, uh, I left a year ahead of time because we didn't want uh, all five independents to leave at the same time. And we didn't quite draw a short straw, but Lucy and I uh, uh, elected uh, to go first uh, so that we leave the three independents there, bring in two new independents um, and, and, and take it from there. And um, during that period, uh, Chris Nenzani uh, was the pre- both president and chairperson of the board. Uh, we didn't have any issues. Um, all our decisions were made by consensus. We didn't have any 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 problems, and um, you know it worked well. When I left, we had 1.2 billion rand in the bank, uh, more money than any other federation, including the PSL, and um, and things looked good. Um, we obviously had the issue of the um, uh, this this global league, mm-hmm. uh, which was going to be, you know. Um, where we're going to get our money from in the future. And, and, and unfortunately, that fell through. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, Arun was then eventually forced out. And um, since then, you, you know, we, we, we seemed to have gone downhill. Mm. Uh, was... Yeah. Norman, when, if you do a quick search for Cricket South Africa scandal, you're going to go back many, many years. Majola decision looms. Majola lied. Saskok probe. CSA irons the debacle. CSA is one last chance to clean up Cricket South Africa eight years ago. What is it about cricket that is so different to the other unions that seem to be okay? Cricket is not any different from rugby, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously. It's got, it's got exactly the same structure. Uh-huh. Rugby's got 14 unions. Uh, cricket has got 14 presidents and 14 units. Right. Um, the the difference with rugby is that we won the World Cup in 2019. Cricket, if you look at all the 14 unions, like with rugby, the majority of them, as a matter of fact, I know in cricket, only three of the unions are solvent. Sure. The others are all technically insolvent. If a creditor knocks on the door tomorrow and goes to court and brings a liquidation application, they'll be liquidated. So the problem with rugby and cricket and, and the big codes is that if the center doesn't work, then, then, then all the other affiliates and, and provinces um, then they also can't operate. They don't have any money. Mm. Um, and that's the, the, at the heart of this issue for rugby and cricket is a conflict of interest, is that the, the members of uh, the presidents of the 14 unions or 14 boards, they come together, they make all the, the decisions. The decisions are not necessarily made in the best interest of, in the case of rugby, Saru, in the case of cricket, Cricket South Africa. Because in the first place, and I know this from first-hand experience as a president, is that you need people to vote you into office. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and and it's 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 either you know at the time because now we are 14 in cricket Mpumalanga and Limpopo are late entrants, but before that there were 11 unions. So it was either you know Arunsa, you're going to come in six five. Why six five? Because Greek was this this small Northern Cape Union. They want to be a franchise. So are you going to give them a franchise or promise them a franchise when you become president or not? That That is how the system worked. Right. You were never quite secure in your position. And when you get voted into the office, then some behind-the-scenes promises and deals would have been made. Um so, so that's never in the interest of the game because you can't make deals ahead of time and, and, and at the end of the day say, look, this is in the best interest of cricket South Africa. And, and so it's always bedeviled our sport. It's the same in rugby. I'm a big fan of Mark Alexander. He's done a great job. They won the World Cup. Mm. But for me, that's papering over the cracks. There's still huge problems also in rugby. My guest is Advocate Norman Aronson. We're talking about cricket in South Africa, former Cricket South Africa president here on Sport Tracks and SAFM. Norman, now, so, so what does the board actually do? Explain. You know, the big talk is about this is good governance. It's in some of the best companies in the world. So if these 14 presidents, as you say, who are elected and are electioneering, uh, are in charge of the board, can the board go back to them and go, no, you can't do that? Yes, absolutely. And, the the problem with let, let me rather focus on cricket and not rugby yeah, because yeah, I cricket. have first and experience. When it comes to cricket, the 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 problem has been that the chairman the, or the chairperson of the board is also the president of the members council. So you have the majority on sitting on the board, um, some six or seven of them, um, while it's the president, the vice president. They are the chair and the vice chairs, respectively, of the board. And then you have five others from the members' council who sit on the board. So seven of them. And the issue has been, and they, and they also represent the shareholders. There's not, not, not shareholders, 100% shareholders. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it's exactly the same thing with the uh, SOEs, Transnet, ESCOM, Denel, and the SOEs. The 100% shareholder is the government. Yes. And it's the same government who appoint people <laughs> that on the board. Right. So how do you how can you expect any accountability when the shareholder, which is the government, also appoint, appoints people to the board? You can't account to yourself mm. unless you are people, persons of integrity and honesty and so on. It's quite it's, it may be possible. But invariably, it's not going to be the case. So you you have a board meeting, and Chris uh, is chair, Beresford is 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 vice chair, and he's got his five other members council. Mm-hmm. They go back to the members council, and they must not tell the members council, look, you know, we've done X, Y, and Z. Are you happy? Are you okay? Do you approve? And so on. What what do you expect? What's going to happen? There's no accountability. That is the most extraordinary thing about developments in the last year has been that the members council found their voice the members council have never been as vocal as they've been why 
and I speak from experience. You have two meetings here, two, in terms of the Constitution. And nothing, everything is rubber-stamped. There's no dissenting voice, nothing, and you just move on. It is only when there were certain interventions and there was an interim board that was uh, um, appointed by the minister uh, that the members counsel for a change. And, and that's not a bad thing, John. It's not a bad thing. That is how it should be. So now that you have a majority independent board in terms of the new MOI, this majority independent board will have to account to the members council and, and, okay. and, and they must contest. They must uh, ask people to account and, uh, and, and that's how it must be. Graham Smith has said that when he joined it, was he thought it was rock bottom. Uh, he was proved wrong. Just quickly, we've got three minutes. When you look at this, uh, the CSA MOI, 17.1.2.1.3 is one of the clauses. Are you happy that cricket is now turning the corner and things can only get better from where we are? You know, I think so. I, I think people like, like, like Graham and all other employees, and Graham is an employee, albeit... Uh, a key employee. Mm. Um, I, th- I think they would they would be happy that they can go to a board um, where they can be listened to, be taken seriously. And and when it comes to cricket, um, Graham says we need to go to India, we need to go to England, we need to play the store. Mm. It will be listened to objectively, independently, and without people people looking over their shoulders and saying, hey. I'm president or vice president, or I want to be president or vice president. Maybe I must first ask my constituency whether I can do this or not. That's not how it should be. Mm. Only question must be, is this in the best interest of cricket South Africa? The answer is yes. The answer is no. That's the only criterion that that needs to be followed uh, going forward. And I I think with, with, with this structure, we have that in place. And John, just very quickly, there, has, there is no precedent of the government or the minister interfering in any sport in our country. We've had government interference because it was government policy leading up to 1994. Yes. Um, the most blatant interference was the John Foster, uh, uh, the B.J. Foster scandal when he refused Basil D'Oliveira entry. That is a major influence in cricket. We haven't had that since 94. The only time the government and the minister have stepped in, Mbalula in 2012 with Nicholson. Why? Because of the Majola scandal. Again, cricket as a body failed to deal with the issue. And then recently, when with the Cricket South Africa board imploded, there were resignations, key people were being fired, uh, 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 and were leaving the board, uh, that there was a demand. And even then, the first port of call, and that's what the Act requires, mm. Sascock, as the mother body, the Confederation, you intervene. When Sascock said, no, we're unable to do so, they handed the baton to the minister, and this is where, and yeah. even so, in the past six, seven, eight months, the minister as a person as a person or personality. He never got his fingers in anyway. He appointed an independent board. <laughs> Norman, we've got to wrap it up, but that's a point well made towards the end there. We should have been speaking about that as well. We'll have to talk about this a whole other time. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Advo- John, thank you, Advocate. Is, um, still 
not good for Yeah, us. still not good. And I'm watching the Netbank Cup final as well. I've got to give that score out in a moment. Thank you, Advocate Norman Aronser, former Cricket South Africa president, hopefully explaining what's been happening in cricket over the last few weeks. Uh, Stormers 13, Bulls 17 with, uh, is this a penalty con- attempt? Yeah, it is. So 13 points to 20 it is to uh, Stormers 13, Bulls 20.